and we're back with the Hammer Podcast. That's right, Hammerheads. We are coming to you today from sunny Wake Forest, North Carolina, on the campus of Southeastern Seminary. That's right. That's right. The Hammer Podcast has been on the move. We are here for the annual Pillar Network Church Conference, and um, it's been a great and relaxing time. So we, you know, being that we're here at the conference, um, we wanted to take some time and just discuss, you know, what does it look like Shh, for... Hold on, that might be quiet for just a second, that may be a security guard. Oh, yes. All right, now, so now don't tell anyone. Okay, don't. I think they've passed. Okay, I think good. they've passed. So don't tell anyone, but it's a bustling event. There's quite a few people here. I don't know exact number, but quite a few, so we had to break away. And, uh, well, let's just say we kindly, kinderly and gently broke into a room on the campus. Yeah, we did it Danny's way, a kinder, gentler break in an entry. So yes, yes. we should be all right here. I think so. But that gave us a little bit more peace and quiet so we could record for our, all of our hammerheads out there who we know miss our voices. So <laughs> That's right, friends. But all this to say, we did want to discuss... You know, the relationship between churches, um, you know, fellowshipping, networking, partnering with other churches. Wh- what does that look like? Where are the lines that should be drawn and so forth? So if we dive in, let's start with maybe you could outline some areas for us where the local church should be operating or open to mm-hmm. partnering in missions, church planting, discipleship. With other local churches, what would be some sure. of the outlines of that for yeah. us? Yeah, right. Well, first of all, let me just say that I, I am not going to, you know, be the definitive voice on this, right? Throughout church history, there have been debates and, you know, where local churches should uh, be in partnership with other local churches, where sh- where they shouldn't and, and so forth. But, uh, but so I can only give uh, what, what is my opinion, but it's certainly not in any way um, you know, coming straight from from Scripture because you know God doesn't tell us, right? He talks about uh, congregations being unified and believers loving each other in general, whether we belong to the same congregation, right? Right. Uh, or or not. But uh, but I think some areas where we can be open to partnering certainly would be in myriads of uh, of different missions. Right? right, sending missionaries, uh, whether it's in certain parts of the United States or foreign missions, um, but helping train them. Sometimes that may mean using your facilities uh, so that people can have training classes. Maybe it means uh, sending, you know, funds or help or sending people <laughs> to go help with. Uh, with the children of the missionaries, while the missionaries themselves are being trained. I mean, there's a lot right. of different ways, right? A lot of different uh, venues to go with that. But but I think in many areas of missions, absolutely, that uh, that we as a local church can partner with other local churches. And right along with that would be you know, church planting. Right. Um, and again, you know, I won't get it on my hobby horse, but today's idea of church planting is is not exactly, uh, you know, what we see throughout church history. Um, 
and, and you know, where today it's just kind of like a church pops up right next to three other churches. Yeah, well, because a couple people were smarter than the next people, so... Yeah, I mean, and it's... And sometimes, you know, and then all you do, right, you, you end up just taking taking some disgruntled sheep from one church, and, oh, there's something new, because people like new things, right? Of course. And then they go over to that church, and then eventually that's not new anymore, and the next one's newer. And uh, But real church planting, right, where somebody goes, where there's just really no biblical church, true preaching of the Word within uh, a certain number of miles or radius, right? Right. Uh, we can certainly take part in, in helping with that, uh, and again, through through sending, uh, through giving, um, all of that, you know, would, would be ways we can help. Now, in terms of discipleship, you know, I guess there you would mean, okay, people, you have people that are believers uh, and different opportunities for them to be discipled. Uh, in different ways. And I don't know exactly what that would look like, but I think, you know, certainly some churches could partner in with, with some different uh, different events and, and stuff like that. But but I think the, the important thing is that there are absolutely uh, events, uh, that there are certainly, again, missional opportunities where churches that are like-minded, not exact, right? Sure. You're not going to find exact, but but churches that are like-minded, where we can partner together with our resources and with our people, uh, and and support, you know, what the Lord is doing in the kingdom, and be a part of that together. Right. Well, I mean, that's kind of what we're doing here at the Pillar Conference. Yeah, There's absolutely. some training going on. There's some connections being made where we can share resources yeah. with one another as church plants are going forth, whether they're yeah, in the that's right, yeah. states or even. As we've seen overseas. Yeah, and actually, yeah, missions, right, church planting, discipleship, all of that's going on right. at, at this conference. So that's a good example of it, yeah. And we probably have roughly, I don't know, 800 or 1,000 people here. I, I didn't get the head count. There's yeah. quite a few people. It's and, quite a and few. I would venture to say that uh, there are, I bet, 250 different local churches represented here, if not more. Yeah. No, it, it's an amazing event to be a part of and just be encouraged by as we fellowship with one another and, and look to what God's been doing in these particular local churches. And, you know, as we've seen some of the guys come up and they're anticipating planting in different places, they've been at, you know, we have a, the tabernacle, I think is what they've been calling it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this huge tent outside of Brinkley Chapel, yeah. not Brinkley, our boy Brinkley Hill, but Brinkley Chapel, um, and this big tent. And so some of the church planners who are anticipating going have been yeah. sitting out there. Yeah, that's so you right. could meet with them, talk to them, kind of get a sense of what what their their vision and plan is, and if that's something that your local church would be interested in helping financially support. Yeah, and if not financial, then then prayer. Some of these guys already have the finances met. Uh, they just need prayer support, and they need connections with other pastors so that when things get tough and rough... Because yeah, they, they inevitably some, will. Right. They have somebody to talk to. They have somebody to email with, or maybe even somebody to come visit, somebody to to, to hug, somebody to cry with. Yeah. I mean, those are things that really take place, and uh, so these connections are important. 
Yeah, and it's been great just to kind of connect with some people that we've been affiliated with, whether they're in um, Washington State or Michigan, and see some of the exciting things that God's doing with them and their ministries that are faithfully yeah, absolutely, and, and that's what's exciting too, right? Is that we've got some folks that came up through here. That, yes, that they went to college uh, here, and then they, they went through church here, and then left here and uh, went to do some things with other pillar churches and have now uh, already planted churches. Yes. And that's kind of exciting. Yeah, so, it really is. Yeah, we've got yeah. a couple guys like that. It, yeah, yeah. Amazing amazing to see what God's doing um, in and around and among us. Right. So, all right, well, let's take it to the next question. And, you know, could you tell us some areas where the local church might have to draw the line and not fellowship with um, or partner with another local church or network of churches? Yeah. Like, at what point does the, hey, this is great, let's dive headlong into it, become a, whoa, sure. yeah. pump the brakes, we need to have some hesitation and maybe even some clear boundaries? Yeah, yeah well, here again, uh, there's not going to be cookie-cutter answers. I think they're going to be each situation is different. But, you know, if you have a network... Um, where, you know, where they have any influence or control over local churches, that that's going to be an issue. Okay, now right. we are autonomous, uh, so any network, any convention, anything that we're a part of, we may be a part of, but they don't have any direct authority over our congregation or over our budget or really how we do anything. Right. Okay. Um, so they, they, they don't influence us or certain, let alone control us in that way. Um, but I think, I think, look, if you were to have a, a, a network, uh, or another local church, um, you know, and all of a sudden that network as a network, like network wide, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden comes out and says, you know, we believe, uh, we believe women can pastor. I'm just going to use an Right, one thing, right. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. believe right, as a network, one, yeah. women. Okay, well, you know what? Now we're, we're going to have to step back from your network because it can become guilt by association. Sure. Uh, now that's just one example. Okay, but if if you, you know, let's say, you know, let's say you have somebody leading a network and they're a mill. And maybe you prefer pre-mill or they're pre-mill and you prefer on-mill. I mean, you're not going to break over that sort of thing. You're going to draw a line over that, okay? Um, So it's not like you draw a line over every doctrinal issue, okay? Uh, Or or let's say they say, hey, as a network, we support, uh, you know, BLM. Um, The peaceful protest of BLM. Right. Now, you may have someone in the network. You may have some nitwits here or there, uh, (laughs) you know, in a network that they're doing something like that Maybe or they're pu- marching right? yeah or right. they're that pu- they're pushing their local church to do uh, you know you're always going to kind of have that right so um if you're just you know if you're going to pull out of a network because of one church out of 400 does something stupid or a couple of them well then you're just you're always going to be on your own yeah right? you're always so, going to be alone and then you displace the benefit of the, the coming together, the shared resources. Right, right. So I think, you know, look, I put a lot of stock into what Scripture says about loving each other and, and about unity among believers, right? Um, so so I think 
that there's a wide range there, and, and, and so I think we have to be wise. But certainly there are certain things that do rise to the top where you say, okay, you know, we're going to – and this is, you know, this is a larger topic for another day, of course. Uh, but at that particular, you know, at that particular point in time, you would have to assess it. And, uh, you know, this is why you have a plurality of elders to discuss right. these things with, to, to pray with. And then it would be one of those things that then you, you know, you go before the church and inform them of what's going on and why you think that our church should go in this direction or what have you. And right. uh, and and then you can have a good open discussion about it. So. Yeah. So I guess, are we safe to say a prayer breakfast with Muslims would be a problem? Yeah, stop, stop picking on... <laughs> Stop picking on Ricky Warren there, man. He had a purpose. He had a purpose. It was a purpose. There was a purpose there. Ah, that's good. Okay, now look. Due to the travel, uh, we're not going to be able to take a caller today. So I'm sorry, guys. You're going to have to just wait until next week. And unfortunately, you know, the vault, the new vault is so large. It's heavy. That thing's big. Yeah, I don't even know how we got in the building, to be honest. So getting it out of our location and taking it with us to the conference was um, logistically not going to happen. might have been too pricey. So we have no, no inquisition. But, but I do have here, that's right, in my Carolina Alehouse wing-stained hands, and the wings, I do have to say, were pretty good. Maybe, maybe better than East Coast. They'll have to be a... A taste test. They were. They were yeah, good. They, they were. weren't so good this morning, but uh, <laughs> last night they were pretty good. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, we'll move on from that. We'll move on from that. But yes, I have here in my hands a question that could serve as a bit of an inquisition. Um, so let me... All right, yeah, let me see here. Now, if we could put it all on the line and just be honest for a second, um, at what point... Or why should any pastor of a church who's affiliated with the Southern Baptist Convention continue any affiliation with the convention, given some of the liberal drift that some have started to see, especially you know in reference to what we're talking about sure, just a yeah. few minutes ago? Yeah, the the wokeness and the you know I'll wear my mask even in the shower because <laughs> you know I love my neighbor, right? Okay, yes. these sort of things. Well. You know, let me first of all say that uh, that look, there, there are legitimate concerns that people have, um, but we also have to be careful. A lot of things get out there on the internet, uh, and there are a million discernment sites, and we don't even know who are who's the author of some of these sites. Are. I mean, some of these discernment sites, you know, might be uh, you know Manson family members behind <laughs> a keyboard in. In jail. Yeah, I mean, uh, but with the internet, really, anybody can be behind right, the keys. Right. So, you, you know, so you have to be careful at some of this and not just take it for granted. And and then you have to go and do some research and find out, did they are they really taking something in context or are they taking it out of context? So, I mean, you, you could take a couple hours to verify one of the statements made. Or, or headlines on one of these discernment sites. And I don't know about you. I don't have a lot of time to do that. Yeah. I, how now, are you supposed to pastor? Yeah, and now then... I do uh, every once in a while. And then I've also got pastor friends and some other friends that I trust enough, and we've already had the discussion, don't send me something that you haven't vetted. 
Right. And the first time you send me something and you're wrong, don't ever send me something again. Right. Okay, I need to be able to trust something you so so I've got some some brothers that will will vet some things and even some sisters that will vet some things and and look so there are things that concern you that uh, some people say that are in the convention things like that um, but I want to say this too so that's kind of the public uh, venue and and people see that right? And Joe Blow can sit in a pew and, and get on their computer, and they can see this from these discernment websites. Um, and look, and and as I say, it, there are some things out there that can be some concerning. There's no sure. doubt about it. Um, there are. But let me let me give each hammerhead here, each listener, a little bit of a different perspective too that I'm looking at that you know some other pastors are looking at. Okay. We don't just see what Joe Blow, who has no—even if they're the president of the convention, they have no power or authority over our church. Right. Um, and, we don't, and we don't send any money to Nashville. None of our money go—you know, when we decide to support a missionary that is supported through the convention, we send the money—the uh, money gets directly to them, right? It, it, doesn't, it doesn't go— through Nashville, and some of it get taken out for this representative of the SBC or this or that, okay? Uh, we, we don't do it that way. Um, so having said that, I, we see the other side of it where we have discussions with missionaries when they come off the field. Um, we're, we're, we're there at dinner, uh, at, at lunch, uh, we're there with other pastoral staff uh, where where missionaries are having whatever issue they're having um, and and we're there with them listening and, and trying to help and praying and and sometimes weeping with them but but we're seeing that side of it okay so so while we can look here what goes on here right? In, in our country, in something like the convention, right? And we hear that so-and-so president or former president or this church in the convention or that church, we hear their pastor said this or, or whatever, or they are doing this, and we say, that's really? No, that, that's not biblical, or you're on the wrong side of that. Okay, th- there's that, right? Right. But there's also, you know, dozens, really I could say hundreds, Right of missionaries in other countries that they don't they don't even know Joe Blow said that yeah they you have know? no clue they have right. no idea what what Jay do right down the road from us here may have said uh, they don't know but what they do know is they're they're struggling with their marriage or their child is very sick um, or they've got people, you know, a parent or somebody back home saying, why have you abandoned us? You need to come back home. God wouldn't call you to abandon us. I mean, these are the sort of things these missionaries deal with. Plus, everything else we deal with in our own lives, our own sin, everything else, right? But it's magnified uh, being out in the mission field sometimes. And then many of them are in areas where people, frankly, do not like Americans. Right. Um, So you just compound all that. You know they're out there doing the Lord's work, 
And for us to just say, you know what, we're going to cut and run, which means no longer supporting those folks Mm -hmm. just because some nitwit said whatever he or she said, that really doesn't have any direct effect. So for us, it's just not as easy as, yeah, I read on this site that so-and-so said this. Right. It's much larger than that, and it's much bigger than that. And and we see those things. We, we see beyond just that. But on the ground level, the ground floor, what's happening, and that's something that I think a lot of people and a lot of church members maybe don't ever think about or think of. But, but when you're having dinner with these people, when you're conversing with these people, when you're hearing what's going on in other nations and churches in other nations, um, and, and I don't—okay, and I kind of painted that like the negative things happen, the things that are difficult, mm-hmm. but also the great things. When, when, when you hear that a missionary's been in Turkey in a certain location, and after 20 years they have their first convert, at least, at least the first one the Lord's allowed them to see— Right, where the person has articulated a testimony, right, and and they've been baptized, and and that's exciting. Or you see another place where where churches is, is is growing, and they're actually beginning. You know, they're in another nation, but they're beginning to send out people, uh, or a missionary, or a missionary couple who you know have been in a place and planted a church and. The church has grown, and now the church is ready to be taken over uh, by the, the the natives of that area. Right. And then yeah. they're going to be moving on to, to start another church. So, so we hear these great things too, right? So we hear that, and we want to continue to be a part of it. We don't just want to pull back because some blowhard said something stupid. Right, right. Uh, or is leading their church to do something stupid that has no real influence over us. Right. Okay, I'm not just going to, because they said this or did that, disregard all this partnership we've got and all this mission work we're doing with these other missionaries. So, but yet that's a side of it that some people that are just reading things over the Internet, they're not even thinking. That's not even on their mind. No, they see what the shiny object right in front of them of this person said this, this person did that, blah, 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 blah. And then the the noise distracts them from what's important, which is the work that's being done. Right. And that's what we have to look at. Yeah. And and look, that's why we're here with Pillar. I mean, that's one of the great things about Pillar. Pillar is a obviously a smaller contingency, right, within the Southern Baptist Convention. And Pillar is really the only... I mean, we don't go to the annual convention meetings. Uh, you know, P- Pillar is what we're really... I mean, that's really one of the main reasons we're still in the yeah. convention. Uh, pillar and missions, which goes together. Right. Um, but the, the Pillar Network, you know, they vet churches. And those who are in the Pillar Network are going to be conservative believers. And I mean conservative... You know, primarily biblically. Sure, right. I they mean, they would be exposition. Would, right, right. They believe in exposition. Um, that they, they believe in a plurality of elders. Uh, they believe in regenerate membership. Yep. Okay. They, these are kind of the principles there. So, so when we come together, we see a lot of like-mindedness. Now, there's certainly a tremendous amount of differences. I mean, we've got. I don't think we've got anybody walking around this conference with a tie. Okay, but we've got some people pretty dressed up. Uh, minus the tie, not many, but there's some, and then we've got others that 
are in shorts and and Crocs. Yeah, right, right. You got a broad, yeah, a and, broad and that, spectrum, and that's okay, right? But and my point is that it's not like you know there, there's one major figurehead here, and everybody tries to dress like you know them and be like them. I mean, there's a vast difference, uh, and there's a freedom to kind of come together and say, yeah, okay, I hear you, but I don't know. I kind of would do this this way mm-hmm. or do that that way. Not on the major doctrines, right? But on other things, and so, and I think that's good, and I think it, it it helps. I think it helps us to not stay. When I say us, I mean each individual pastor, to to not just kind of get in your own little world and in your own little box, and like you know, this is the way this must be done, or this has to be done, as yeah. if thou as as if thus saith the Lord. Right, right, right. So I think it's good uh, for that reason, and you know, one of one of my heroes of the faith. One of our good friends, he used to be a, a part of this church uh, way, way back, you know, Dwayne Milioni. Yeah, one Dwayne's of the, great. Right, he's one of the guys who the Lord put this network on his heart, and, and, and he's one of the co-founders yeah. of, of the network. And you would hardly know that because he stays in, in the background. I mean, you come to these uh, events, and he's not up front and center speaking every year uh, and so forth, so I appreciate that humility. But, yeah, so... So I think there are a lot of great reasons to to partner with other churches, uh, even within you know the the Southern Baptist Convention. Yeah, good. I think that's been a helpful discussion, especially as we've been here at the the Pillar Conference to yeah, just kind of take a look at it and you know discuss those relationships in a larger way for all the hammerheads out there. So that's going to bring us to a close, friends. Thank you for tuning in. And um, stay tuned. It'll be another 168 hours, but we will be back. Watch out. No, sir, officer. Oh, oh, no, he, oh. right here. He broke in. I did and not. We're going to, okay, we're I gone. I tried to stop him. That's I right. Tried. Thanks for.